What up? What's going on with you, man? How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. You got the sleepy eye going on, bro. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I can't. I got my 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 crack here. Listen, if I had to watch uh, the Browns play the 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 Texans, and they only scored like two point three points between them, <laughs> I'd be I'd be sleepy too. We did have one extra score that we just gave away at the end of the game that we didn't take. Yeah, yeah. So. It was good though, man. It's good to see him win. Good to see Chubb back in the game. Yeah, man, dude's a beast. Got to give it to him. Dude is a beast. Absolutely. You know, Steelers came out and uh, showed Joe Burrows what a real defense looks like. You know, I think he's gonna be nice. Joe Burrows is gonna be nice yeah. if the Bengals don't swallow him up in terribleness Absolutely. too too soon, man. But welcome to religiously incorrect. What's happening? How's everybody doing? Jump on in. Come in. Come on in the room, children. I, you better be inside as windy as it is. <laughs> listen, listen, let me tell you, man. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why I went to sleep. Okay. I, I got out of church, man, and um, I had to go get some money out to ATM. Now, me, personally, if y'all see me, I got extremely short arms. So I hate trying to reach in the ATM and, you know, push the little <laughs> buttons there. I, I hate trying to do it. So I always get out and I, you know, get my money or whatever. So yeah. I got out and I had my, I was still suited and booted from church. My hat flew off. Okay. As I, my hat flew off. I ran around to get my hat. My door closed and my, my car locked with the door. With the Come key. on, man. I'm on the phone with my wife though, right? I'm on the phone with my wife. She's like, all right, I'm, I'm coming right. She has the extra key thing, the, the key fob. So <laughs> wait a minute now, right at, right as, right after I get to my money, I'm waiting for my wife, a strong wind blows. And it starts pouring down raining. <laughs> I mean, your Sunday best. I mean, it's raining like cats and dogs. I'm sitting there. My hat is literally is falling off my hat, my brim. That's hilarious. People are pulling up behind me. I'm like, y'all have to, you know, ain't nobody invite me in their car. Nobody. <laughs> no Christian love for the preacher. Yeah, I'm calling my wife like, where are you? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I can't oh, sleep after that, man. Yeah, what I would go to sleep after that too. I, I would go to sleep after that too. Well, uh, my day was slightly better. Uh, two services. I did not have to preach either of them because it was a church anniversary. Man, ain't that the best feeling in the world when you wake up and realize you don't have to preach? We love to preach. It's 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 in us. It's in us. It's in us. It's who we are. But I was waking up in a panic, like. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like, did I finish my sermon for this week? Like, am I, am I done? <laughs> and I kept forgetting. There's, there's, there's nothing. But shout out to Pastor Dwight Dumas, our 8 a.m. speaker, our good buddy and friend, Pastor Dwight Dumas, and then our boy, Pastor James Bowie. Uh, they both came in and preached our 104th anniversary service. Like everything else, you know, all pretty much virtual. You know, few people in the sanctuary, a couple people come out. All that social distance, real short. So it was a good thing. You know, wife was like, hey, I kind of like this this short version because you know how anniversary services be, Doc. You know, they long. They, they keep you for some hours. You got to go down the whole timeline, list everybody. But, everybody got to give you that gift. <laughs> oh, well, it was a church anniversary this time. Oh, yeah, so, yeah you're right, you're right, you're right, right. You know, but we, we still just find ways because you know what happens, Jeff? And this could be a show all on its own. When you include everybody, what you want to do, you want people to be included. You have different brothers and sisters of the church who make presentations or memorials or they have remarks to make. You know, 
why does it feel like everything just ends up dragging out like just walking up to the mic takes like 10 minutes i mean what because these are people who really very seldomly do they don't tell me yeah, so, yeah you know and then you know you know and they always well i really ain't gonna say a whole lot but then when they get to the mic <laughs> they got a whole lot to say <laughs> Give an honor I, to the pastor. And pull out this piece of right, right. They, they pull out a, a CVS receipt. You know, <laughs> and, and and regardless of what it is, we still have those, especially in our Baptist church, who got to give honor to God. The pastor, the pastor ministers, the deacons, missionaries, saints, and friends. <laughs> the ain'ts and the saints. And the ain't saints and the ain'ts. So yeah, I mean, one thing COVID has taught us is what we can do without in church. Yeah. Absolutely. What we can do without, you know, uh, we got through it. Power didn't go out, even though there was a whole doggone uh, Wizard of Oz storm all over Ohio and Pennsylvania and everywhere else. But the power didn't go out. I got to give a shout out to my man, Pastor Kent Barnes, Jr. He preached through a power outage. I, I was watching and I went back and watched some more. Lights kept going on and off. Dude just preached the whole sermon through, man. Wow. I if I was there, I would have got saved just off of that. If you got that much power when there is no power. You somebody's preacher. Oh, you say Kim Barnes, senior or junior? Junior, junior. Wow, wow. junior. Yeah, in Canfield, they they had it bad out there. So wow. uh, shout out, AK One. What's happening, man? We see you in here. If you're watching us, come on, comment. Let me see you. Don't lurk. Say hey. Say hi. What's happening? Share that button. Hit that share button. Excuse me. Hit the share. Uh, don't forget to like our uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us on YouTube. I'm gonna give you a quick preview. Uh, pretty soon, you're gonna see some. Uh, Exclusive YouTube content. Pretty soon you're gonna see some exclusive YouTube content. We're working some things out. Just want to give you a hint. We're just gonna start hinting at it and then we're gonna throw some stuff at you pretty well, soon. Pastor but hey, why? my man. Hey, hey, there he is. There he is. Uh, Pastor Jeff, this has been such a crazy season for everybody, especially the church. Wait, wait, and, wait, 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 wait. Before, uh -oh. before you, you know what? This is like a weekly thing for it you. Is. It is because I, I don't want us to miss miss points before we wait, 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 wait. That's your new I thing. Gotta, wait, 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 I wait. Gotta, I gotta give you a big shout out for the concert you uh the night of hope, uh Jeffrey Golden, all yeah. the special guests. Man, it was a phenomenal concert. I, I got to watch it online. I, I wanted to I was gonna come in person. But this week I work 11-11, so I want to spend as much time with my wife as possible at home uh, without being out. So I, I stayed at home, but we got to watch it. We got to share it. I mean, he done a phenomenal job. I mean, you know, I saw him on Sunday's best, and I was very, you know, pleased with what he done. But listen, he 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 wrecked, he wrecked listen, Second Baptist. Listen, I, I'm going to just say it like I know it. You know, I'm going to just say it. What's up, Pastor Tatum? Tim Smith, Marlon Reed, Brother Alex, good to see you. I'm going to say it like I want to say it. These young, hungry brothers and sisters, they going all the way in. They are. Yeah. They, they going when all they the way in. Back, when they lean back like this, you know. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah they going, and I, I appreciate he's humble, wonderful spirit. His brother uh, is his bass player and MD and tech and all that other stuff. And uh, dude is a lawyer. The brother is a lawyer. Wow. Uh, they both serve ministry down in Atlanta. We just wish blessings on them. They were so wonderful. So great to hang out with, man. Another one of those examples where you wish that it wasn't, uh, you know, so limiting. But the online audience, man, was just phenomenal. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we're pushing like 5,000 viewers so far. Wow. Uh, and the cause, which I don't want to miss, the cause of November is National Adoption Month, uh, highlighting adoption and foster care. Shout out to the sponsors. 
that help support, but our partners, Trumbull County Children's Services. So here in Northeast Ohio, Trumbull County Children's Services, as well as the Village Network, they were our presenting sponsors. And I encourage all of our local viewers to look into you know, adoption and foster care and how you can support that effort. You might not be the one doing it, but just keep pushing the message and uh, we need more of that. So thank you and for the shout out. And honestly, thank you. And, and I want to, and I'm going to be getting in contact because when we move into this new house, we are definitely looking into it. So all I right, man, that's awesome. Everybody needs to do, everybody who can. Yeah. You know, we're going to have six bedrooms. It's only three of us. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Either that or start written out Airbnb or something. <laughs> Right. So so my son don't gotta be on be on the phone with your son from listen these cats. I I don't even know if those laptops are gonna work when they get back home, when they get back to the schools and where they talk. But yo, let's get to it. We we didn't got through Jeff's wait, wait, wait. We're gonna create a whole montage of Jeff's wait, wait, wait. Uh and have his he'll have his own theme song. All right. So this episode is entitled. Jesus got jokes. Jesus got jokes. Let's, let's, let's preface this with Jesus and religion is not funny. You know, it, we're not making fun of the Lord. Yeah, we're not making fun of the Lord when no. we say that. So, so Jesus, watch this. Jesus is not a joke at all. Not at all. Not at all. But human beings experience the full range of emotions and experiences throughout our lives. That's what makes us human. There are comical moments at There church. are comical moments. So just like we have crying moments, just like we have joyful moments, just like we have solemn and sacred moments, just like we laugh like we do here or when we're hanging out. If you're part of a family, you go to any group, you could be at a baseball game and see something funny. You can have a blooper on a basketball court. And we know because we're church folk, It'll happen in church. We are going to share our Thanksgiving comical moments. You, you know, when you have a Thanksgiving gathering with family, it's oh, yeah. something oh, yeah. that happens. It's going to be some, foolish. Some uncle shouldn't have showed up. <laughs> somebody somebody going to park at the beginning of the driveway and right. let them out because they came and got their plate and want to leave. Right, right, right. So, so, so I want to talk about it because this is actually a distinctly social media era phenomenon right because before social media if something happened goofy in my church only the people who went to my church were going to see it and know it mm-hmm. it could be the choir totally flopping out on a song one time uh i fell down the stairs doing an altar call like the, the little steps you were there you were, yeah. you, were, you, were, you were there yeah <laughs> slipped down the steps you know, we told we told your joke about changing after baptism. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> in the back room, and the, the little screen was showing all the, the Lord's business. Uh, <laughs> you know, so you have stuff, and I want to categorize this because church memes and viral videos have become a major part of, especially the black social media experience. Now, there's a phenomenon they call like Black Twitter. It's like its own world of jokes that only we get, you know, that, you know, I heard a joke where somebody was like on a, on a show and they mentioned like Tyler Perry or or uh, and it was like nobody would know that joke except black people the way it was said. You know yeah, what I mean? Or right. T.D. Jakes or something. But not only do we have funny stuff that actually happens in church, let me let's call that the organic. It's okay. just stuff that happens in life. 
and we all get a laugh out of it. You know, it can be embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Then there's stuff that maybe is embarrassing or or risky or inappropriate. And because it made it to social media, because somebody had their phone out or because somebody saw the broadcast, which is happening a lot now with everybody being on, something that necessarily wasn't meant to be funny or not necessarily lighthearted. It could be just plain inappropriate. It could be somebody's vulnerable moment. It could be a terrible mistake somebody made, you know, uh, pants falling down, people falling off of benches, you know, uh, maybe somebody who has a problem, somebody who has a mental or emotional issue or is not cultured or well dignified or whatever, you know, uh, and it becomes fodder for jokes. Then you have the, we as the church, usually church people, we're going to make fun of the church. Absolutely. The culture of the church, the mannerisms, the behaviors, this is how the preachers be, this is how the choir directors be, you know, this is how it do when it goes too long, you know, that's become its own thing. You could just, this, this whole page is devoted to nothing but people mm-hmm. mimicking whatever happened in church this week, right. uh, you know, on top of, you know, then you have things that happen that are gimmicky and they don't work. At all. They, they, they're, they're gimmicks. Total misfails. <laughs> oh, oh, they're fails. You know, they're, they're, they're total failures. So we're going to play a few. Uh, <laughs> we're going to play a few today to get us started. And uh, I'm going to start with the preacher because we're preachers. And like I said, I fail, but there's no video of me falling. I think I found that DVD and uh, crushed it. Burned it. Uh, but, but we got one and we call this one Falling Preacher. All right. This one's called Falling Preacher. Now, first of all, I need to applaud his dedication to the hoop in spite of the fall. We need, we need, we got to applaud. We have to applaud. He was not giving up. I would have rolled. I would have just kept rolling off the side of the stage. He did not. He did not give up. I would have kept rolling. I would have said, "Just took the mic and just started shouting from the ground." You know, just. Oh, you know, you know the classic things when you fall down by accident, just pretend you're slain in the spirit, and it's right. the Holy Ghost. Right, right, you right. You, 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 that was a trip. That was a trip, and uh, he was excited about getting that mic back. Yeah, yeah, he wanted. He, he was excited about getting it back, but he was in a hurry to give it up too. He wanted to hurry up and get a shout and get a mic back. <laughs> and, and can we be real here? I mean, you know, I have a thing. Right. Exactly, Marlon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I, I, you know, we all get excited and kind of lose it a little bit, but uh. I don't know how he kept a straight face. I've literally like laughed in the middle of preaching if something crazy happens. But, you know, so he's just a regular guy excited and he falls down. I've fallen down. I've, I've you know, uh, and it's funny because here's the funny joke. You know, the, 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 the joke behind the joke is you don't know how much we actually are paying attention to little things so that we don't make a stupid mistake or yeah. we're afraid we're going to stumble or you catch yourself and you hope nobody noticed 
<laughs> I mean, even actually today, I, I, you know, I was, it was, I was running late, but I wanted to go to the bathroom before, before the service started. You know, our bathrooms are downstairs. Uh -huh. and, you know, we're, we've got people crowded in the hallway because we're taking temperatures as they come in. So I'm trying to run back up to get into the sanctuary before the church start. And I trip. Okay. I trip right, up. Right, right. Oh, are you all right? And, you know, I just got up. I start singing, we fall down. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, you know what? That was a funny one because Bishop Blake did that at his communion service. A brother fell down and actually fell into the table a little bit. And he turned it into a song and they started singing, we fall down. And it was, a, uh, you know, a moment in the church. So that's, that's, this just happened in church. You know, it just, things just happen in church that there's not much you can do about. There's not much you can handle. Uh, I, I got one more of things that just, just, just happened in church. Another preacher, <laughs> another preacher. This is fairly recent. But uh, we'll call this uh, the tooth preacher. This one's called the tooth preacher. Watch closely. Open up your mouth and praise God while you can. Amen. Now, maybe now again. Now again. This is an unfortunate incident. Education, though. Now, I watched, I watched a preacher take his teeth out on purpose. I watched a preacher take his teeth out and set him on the pulpit. Hey, if you ain't got the dent mint, is that what's called dent mint? <laughs> yes, he put it back in, Tiffany. He took the time to put it back in. I, I would have thought it was gum. I would have thought it was gum until he took the time to put it back in. And it does happen to church mothers often. They be rushing on their way to church and don't get that fix a dent all the way sealed. Mm -hmm. Fix a dent. That's it. Yeah. Fix a dent. <laughs> and uh, so my, my question is I mean, again, nobody would have seen this. Nobody would have known about it if it wasn't for Facebook. Absolutely. And I don't know, man. I wouldn't want to show my face because I feel like people are going to tune into my service just to see me do something else to see if I was the guy. That 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 did it, right? Uh, I, I have one, Pastor Jeff, of something that goes wrong because the church is is not in order and th things aren't looking too great. And this is where it gets a little murky. This is where it gets a little murky. If somebody should be making fun of this, this is the walk off praise team. This is the uh, <laughs> somebody somebody has quit the praise team in the middle of the song. Oh, God, I think I know this one. Has the Lord been good to anybody in here? Come on, say it. I just want to say, hey, can I testify? Listen, it could have been me. She said, I'm done. You, are, you will not embarrass me one more again. Now, here's the funny thing. As a worship leader, I know what it's like to turn around and make all them corrections and stuff. But sometimes you're in the moment, you don't have patience, or you know, like you not like you can stop the song and make a gracious correction. You know, it's just not there. But maybe she was ready to go and it was the end of the service and she had to go to work. I, I could justify it and say, well, maybe she was just, you know, uh, you know, maybe maybe she was already kind of watching the door. 
But you could tell she was a little upset. But here's where it gets wild. So the lady next to her got ran down because she had like a rooster hairstyle. <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw that. Yeah. But, so, you know, now you're embarrassing somebody. People are starting memes with her hair. They're making photoshops. You know, that, that's the thing nowadays to, to even, you know, when we look at the other one, look at the other video earlier, you know, the joke was the fall. But, you know, we talked about his voice and, and yeah. that's, the thing, that's the thing to do. Uh, the thing is, uh, how do they say it? It's the it's the hairdo for me. The hairdo right. lady for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the, hair, the hairdo did it for me. Try to make the joke about something that yeah. you saw. Right. And, and I guess that raises a question before we play any more, because we got more. <laughs> we got more about these things. Because we just played organic. This is what happens in church. Funny things that happen. You know, mistakes happen. People fall. A, a tooth. I mean, it's tooth fell out. I mean, what, what you going to do? You know, uh, you got a little bit of it looks like a little attitude, a little bit of a, a little dispute between people. You know, do we now that it's all in Facebook world, do we as the church like amplify it to a to a manner that almost helps the world not take us seriously? And, and you know, and that's one thing I definitely want to bring in because I think that because church people are not the only people watching these videos. Right. And that's the scary part when you know, so we have a lot of people outside the church making jokes and looking at it like if this is what church is about, because once again, you know, and they'll say this would have never happened. Well, they didn't have Facebook back when grandma and them went to church. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's All kind of crazy stuff crazy happened. Stuff happened back then. Some real crazy stuff happened back then, but we just don't, we didn't, we didn't get to see it. We get to, didn't get a chance. So, you know, I, I have, you know, I have family members who, you know, y'all, y'all just be up in there wilding and joking and, and no, it's that. That's not everything, and that's not the whole service. These are right. moments. These are clips. That's just they're called clips of one part of a service. So. Right, and, and and then it's not just video itself. It's the comments and the way it carries on. It creates right. debates. Right. It creates people, you know, prophesying and bashing each other. You know, it, it it gets deep, man. I mean, and you know how Facebook comments are like the sick circle of hell at this point. I mean, between Facebook right. and YouTube. Any video, picture, news clip, link that gets more than seven comments, it's probably going to go in left field mm -hmm. really, really quick. Yep. Uh, young lady, uh, I'll just say your name because she's a beautiful young lady. I respect her. Uh, I have the highest respect, like a sister to me. Dana Christina Joy, Joy Morgan. She played the piano at my church. She's, she's a beautiful young lady. Yep. Played at my church. The comments on the church video got ridiculous from dudes. You know, uh, then people were saying stuff like the piano's out of tune. I was like, oh, no, nah, the video is actually kind of warped. It's a little weird. You know, it didn't upload correctly. And it just got like vicious almost, like really ugly. And I just feel like what could be an innocent moment of humanity, which I believe the church needs innocent moments of humanity. Right. My mother has a tradition and she's been doing it at Agape for years where she would have the kids give her their Thanksgiving recipes for how they make a turkey. Right. And it's funny. You know, I put sprinkles on it, put it in the oven for 25 minutes for 10 degrees, you know, because they're kids. They don't know any better. And she thinks it's funny. You know, it's kind of not funny anymore. You kind of heard all of it. <laughs> it's kind of an old joke now. But it's a cute moment. But I feel like what happens is sometimes 
I feel like there is like a mean spirit in the church. And every innocently funny moment is an opportunity for us to be low key mean to strangers and people will never meet. Plus we get to be mean and argumentative with people who are also seeing the same thing and have an opinion about it. Right, right. And I think that's the dark side of showing one part of humanity, but then the other parts show up too. Absolutely. Now I think it's, it, it's obviously it's with church, but it's, it's with, you know, the social media in and of itself. I mean, you know, to record somebody getting beat up just for likes or social media is, 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 it's, it's not right. funny. It's not cute. It's not, you know, so. Yeah. 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 Uh, and and I, I think that's a real thing that we got to call out. And I, I'm going to say this, even though this is not about Jesus got jokes, I think we need to do an episode about funerals, but something that has been happening, Jeff, we'll talk about the next category of, of, of videos, but I've been watching live streams of funeral services for prominent pastors and bishops. Right. And it's like, beyond the pale be i mean the criticisms the the snarky remarks you know we, it's almost a given in these churches you know somebody's gonna say something old person gonna get up and say something they got the stuff that's getting said is just again we could do a whole show just about comments yeah. you know but again it's a good thing for the world to know we're human and you know i think that's the funny ironic thing is we're often accused of not showing our humanity. Right. Then we show our humanity and either people in the world think there's something wrong with us showing it or we go too far and we don't know how to sort of show balance and decorum and respect, knowing that even in our humanity, we're still witnesses for Christ. What's, even sad, if, go ahead. what's sad is that, you know, in the day, in the day and age where we're at, people would say, I can't believe I can't be there. I can't be there. And so now we have this platform of social media where everybody can be there. You know, and some of these things really are only funny because they're on social media. Because at the funeral, it's not funny. It's not funny. No, it's no, no. It's funny at the funeral. Absolutely. That, you know, because we're watching on social media, we make it into a joke. Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Here's the second category, Pastor Jeff. Preacher gimmicks gone wrong. Oh my God. Preacher gimmicks gone wrong. And I only chose, I think I only have two for this. I only chose two because there's too many. And we've seen preachers like preach out of caskets. I, I saw one guy uh, get delivered in a hearse so he could preach. I watched somebody uh, ride in the, the, the church on a donkey or a horse or something. Right. Preaching. Uh, and there's like so many stories behind that one. I'm not even getting into it because we'll probably get in trouble. Here's my first one. I call this one G.I. Joe Prophet. G.I. <laughs> Joe Prophet. When you're a soldier, you have to know how to go down by your belly. No weapon now. That's against this church. Shall be able to the secret place of the most high shall abide shall abide shall abide under the shadow of the almighty 
What in the save it private Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> what in the Cobra Commander? <laughs> what in the GI Jane? Listen. Oh what she what she do? Was she speaking in tongues or pretending that was a machine gun or doing both at the same I, time? Maybe it was a little bit of both. Maybe it was a little bit of both. <laughs> but it was the role that did it for me. Okay, the bear crawl was one thing. The bear crawl, Pastor Tatum, you're getting ahead of us. You're getting ahead of us. Zip line is coming. Uh, but, where, where, where does he get that outfit from? Well, we've all now, Jeff. We've all done a little bit of a illustrative sermon. Absolutely right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The outfit would have been enough. Let's just make this clear. If the theme is spiritual warfare. Absolutely. And me and you go out and get a flak jacket or something. People get the point. <laughs> they got it. They I've done got it. it. I've done it. I, I wore my military stuff. You've seen the stuff we've done. We've done special sets. And I, that, that's, I think that can be very effective. But I feel like there's a point where you have driven home the issue by maybe I, I'm, I'm preaching about Jesus healing. I got my little stethoscope on and my white jacket. Now, uh -huh. If I start like pulling out body parts off the pulpit and blood is what's what is what am I, what am I trying to do now? She had her Dollar General machine. <laughs> That's not that wasn't even a Nerf gun. That was a Flurf gun. I'm like, listen, I ain't gonna kill nobody. <laughs> None of the Nerf bullets fit that gun. <laughs> you gotta get the other wow. ones. But wow. but and, and and thank you, Pastor Tatum. Some of these videos, by the way, some of the wildest videos we are seeing, they're not even from America. Mm. Some of these body slamming videos you all have been looking at, I'm not even playing that one. The body slamming ones, or we keep seeing these memes about the pastor told the women of the church to sleep, you know, or do all these crazy things, touch my private parts, I'm laying hands on you. How, most of this stuff is not even in America. And there is a real problem of extremism that has taken hold because of the brand of Christianity that is being mixed with uh, certain forms of spirituality that are ungodly. And they're kind of throwing them together and the more fantastical you are. Uh, and again, that does not mean that if you're in another country, your theology is not correct, you know, whatever. And again, we get the point. We, we understand, we, we, we get it. Like it's, it, it's not, and the sad thing is Jeff, it's like the more ridiculous, the more pre people pretend it's spiritual and powerful. Yeah. yeah. And it's not. Yeah. It, it, you're right. You have, and I think that goes far beyond these videos. I think even to the point where, you know, anything mystical gets attention. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think one of the, one of the biggest things I learned from you, you know, at the, from the time I spent at Agape is that the best content is the text itself and i think a lot of times we lose focus on that to, to for gadgets and gadgets and i just believe that you know you don't need gimmicks when you got god so and you know mike called it emotionalism i'll call it something else and this is the spirit over our entire world and the church unfortunately often tries to keep up and it's not just emotionalism it's exhibitionism mm. it's it's exhibitionism the, the desire to display the most 
you know, it's right reality TV. You you can't get on a show unless you're willing to act crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they don't want a mild mannered person on The Price Is Right. 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 They, they they don't want a a person who is emotionally stable on Big Brother. Right. You know, and so exhibitionism has become the name of the church. And again, illustrating the word of God is actually a biblical concept. Okay. Turning yourself into a, a sort of a, a clownish display that actually when, 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 who is it? Was it Jeremiah who walks out with the big clay vessel and just throws it down in the middle of the street? Mm-hmm. That's a powerful image that everybody, their attention is captured and they're convicted or enraged by the judgment they're hearing Absolutely. or seeing. Absolutely. He's not like, all right, cue the lights. You know what I mean? Cue the lights. Let me put this costume on and do this and do that. So here's one more. Uh, another gimmick failure. Thank you, Pastor Tatum. You already beat me to it. That's why we have the same hearts. Because if you're a pastor, you already know where we're going with this. Because we say this stuff all the time. Zipline preacher. Zipline preacher. Enjoy. I want to come when the sky is cracked and Jesus Christ comes again and every eye will see him when he come again. So here's our question for you this morning, brothers and sisters. The simple question is this right here. Are you ready? Are you ready for his return? Amen. (laughs) All right, amen. Are you ready for his return? Brothers and sisters, are you ready today for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ? Because he's on his way back. That is what James was dealing with there. And I appreciate Jerome this morning. I said, Jerome, I'm going to need you this morning. But I appreciate that. Why? Thank you, Mike. That's my question. Why? I mean, where in your mind did you think I'm going to come in on a zip line and it's going to make make sense to the gospel? This is this is circus. These are circus tricks. Yeah, these are circus. Here's what I thought as a man: Is it worth having a rope up my butt crack just to make a point about the rapture? Because you know, Jeff, you've been on the harnesses and. Yes I'm, I'm yes, a, I'm a rock climber for people that don't not not a real one, but I'm a I love rock walls. If I if I come across a rock wall at at a fair, my wife would tell you now I, I'm probably gonna have to grow out of it soon. But I would love to scare you know. But then you put them joints on, Jeff. Yeah, the front and the back. Absolutely. Okay. I, I zip lined on the last cruise, and this is the last time I will ever zip line. Is it worth it? Is, is it it's worth? Not, it's it, not even I mean, worth the front of it. To me, that's the same. It's, I mean. And let me just get real deep. Let's get deep. While we are always trying to bash women about how they look and dress and expose themselves and all this other stuff, you're hanging yourself over your congregation with your pants hiked up. And I'm like, for what? The rapture, the return of Jesus, whatever your theology is, however, that the return of the king, the the, the catching away of the saints or our, our life with it's wonderful to say that that exists. But let me be honest. The Bible is vivid enough by itself. Absolutely. All I have to do is start talking about New Jerusalem, talking about heaven, talking about the Trump sounding. If the church, watch this, if the church folk ain't going to go up over the Trump, ain't no zip line going to change. You will be caught up 
in a moment, in a second. That zip line took that's a lot of yeah, <laughs> or a second. And I understand it's a visual thing. About 900 raptures happened while he was zip lining. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just not, it's just, it, to me, I mean, I mean, and I, I know you think it's innovative. I know people think it's innovative. And, and I, I'm sure his, his congregation probably loved him for doing it. I'm, I'm quite sure. But it, to me, it, it was overkill. And I think a lot of it. And you have to think to yourself, is it worth, quite frankly, the, and you know what? And that, that goes back to exhibitionism, because you know what the, the mantra is, is that all attention is good attention. Right. But is it worth the mockery to make a point that people have been making for thousands of years? I mean, and that 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 took some doing there. That you know, that's something you just don't, you know. Like you said, you know, I think the biggest thing you done, you know, when we're at Agape, I think you you set up the whole stage for the Family Matters series. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, we had to bring in a couch. You know what I mean? And that was, you know, but I mean to literally hang rope and get harnesses, and you know, the safety precautions that had to be taken care. of, Taking to bring that down, you know, that's a lot to do. And if it goes wrong. Yeah, and if it goes wrong. Good God Almighty. Well, you already in the church that had a funeral, so. Right. They say, what if the line snap? <laughs> that I, 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 I gotta be serious. I mean, I, that's a problem. And and I and again, there is a place for theological, illustrative, visual. People are visual learners. And, and, and unfortunately, the world, again, is pushing people because we're telling people that if you don't show it to me, if you don't make some display out of it, there's nothing for me to gain from this. And honestly, I'm going to say this and leave this part alone. Gimmick preaching is a result of a dumbed down society. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because some of the best imagery are the well researched and well-expressed and passionate and sincere expressions of a person who has been with God and has taken time to hone their craft. And I just want to be very clear here. Uh, and I see what T. Ray just said, uh, most churches try new stuff to bring into you. I ain't met a kid yet that said, man, that zip line pastor got me, got, really got me serious about the Lord. I, I mean, you know, I there was a time, one, one of the things I'd done uh, at the last church I was at, um, I had my brother-in-law wait outside at the edge of the parking lot. He sat there, and it was raining that day, sort of like it is today, raining really mm -hmm. hard. And he waited out there as everybody came to the church, uh, halfway through the sermon, you know, after everybody was already there who was going to come, he came in, went downstairs, changed, and set in service. I preached, I preached about, you know. You did one of those. You did one of those. I preached about right. the game. You tricked the members, man. You tricked the members. You know, after the service was over, I, I, you know, everybody was all emotional about the sermon. I said, well, you know, my brother, you know, I brought him up. I said, he sat at the edge of the gate. Everybody walked in and you all walked past him. Nobody, you, nobody spoke to him? Nobody spoke to him at all. Yeah, the worst church ever. <laughs> I'm not daring. No, I'm just, I, I still love them all. God bless you. Yeah, but, yeah I know what you mean. But, but I mean, and they did. I mean, you know, they just, you know, they were just sitting there, you know, you sitting there. And I said, you know, we, we, 
we we take this sermon and we look at you know the man at the gate and everybody walking past him and you know right at church and just going in obviously into uh when you started preaching like nobody jumped up and walked outside let me see if that dude is still there no nobody (laughs) but but it but but it made it made a point and i think it was relevant right um on on how how it was illustrated but you know, and I, I mean, but I wasn't about to have him, you know, if it started thundering and you wasn't going to just sit out there, we're we going to change the sermon or we just go right. where it was. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, I feel you, man. Yeah. So, again, I, I believe there's a place for it, but I think that there's there's a place where it gets so gimmicky and jokey that whatever message, again, what came out of your mouth would have been sufficient because you lost so much in what you tried to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the belief that the power of God resides in how crazy my presentation looks and appears to people. And again, you know, if the word doesn't attract people, I know that we have to. And sometimes I I cringe when I hear preachers say we have to do this. Mm -hmm. I cringe. I'd rather somebody say it's my style. I'd rather somebody say I'm an artistic person. I, I have a lot of visual things to myself. You know, I don't like when I hear preachers say we have to do this to get them in. And I, I totally agree because it is some people's style. It is some people's style. Yeah. Shamika said, how many times have we seen Jesus fall from the cross on Easter? <laughs> Those have been some good ones. Yeah, there's been several several lost Jesuses. <laughs> the wife said there have been several lost Jesuses who, <laughs> who, who, who fell off the cross before they made it to the grave. All right, let's go to the next category. The next category, you know, this is just a funny one. This is this is not even a category. This is just a funny one because church people are petty. This is uh, I just call this one Diedrich. This one's just called Diedrich. It's only like eight seconds long, so you got to get it, Diedrich. Now, you know what I'll call that? That's basically like the church dozens. You're just picking on each other. That's falsetto. That's falsetto. That's falsetto. Well, what I'm saying, it's just it's just church folk making fun of us. Mm-hmm. In the same way they think, who's that dude that, uh, was it Trey Songz? They say he sounds like a goat. It's one of these R&B singers. They say he sounds yeah, like. Yeah, I think he sang the song falsetto, I think. I yeah, know. he gets kind of goaty. But I'm just saying that, that's just that, that's not even a category. I just threw that one in for the funny. I just threw that one in for the uh, for the for the laughs. Okay, here's here's the next one, Jeff. This one is, and I only have one example because this is the one we've been talking about all week. A pastor who is just off. A minister who is just off. Their theology is off. Their 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 sermon is off. Their prayer is off. And the worst part about it is, they are definitely believing what they're saying. And there's a whole host of people behind what they're saying. And we all know where this is going because there's no more off pastor right now than this person right here. Totally off. Victory, 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 victory. For angels are being released right now. Angels are being dispatched right now. Hamanda, Aka, 
ata raka teda baka sanda ata ambo osa kata rite eke banda ata rike didi ashata for angels have even been dispatched from africa right now africa right now africa right now from africa right now they're coming here they're coming here in the name of jesus from south america they're coming here they're coming here they're coming here they're coming all right, I wanted to turn that off. I wouldn't even watch any more of that. She had me at African Angels. I, 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 I've I, never finished watching it. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, this is one of those things where it got retweeted, re, you know, posted over and over again. And for me, watching from the beginning, it was never funny. I, I, I honestly got mad. I got yeah. I got frustrated with it. Um, but now the point is, it's not meant to be funny, but it makes the church a joke. Yeah, absolutely. 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 And, and and for me, when you when you say angels coming from Africa, those angels. Uh, we voted, actually. We coming, voted. Coming out, coming out of the Atlantic Ocean. Yes, sir. You know. Yes, sir. Coming from the bottom of the ocean, from the transatlantic. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's it. The middle path. That's it. That's it. That, those are African angels. The South American angels are those babies yeah. that y'all keeping at the border in cages. Those are Absolutely. those are South American angels. Absolutely. And then one thing to me, I mean, honestly, and we you didn't even get to the part where she starts speaking in tongues. When she starts speaking in tongues, it, it sounded it sounded like she was. It was. It almost sounded like to me like um, what, what was the lady's name? Missy Elliott. And Sean said, "Man, she's not told." You know, I don't even know what she said. So I definitely don't know what she said. Well, Marlon, they have to be African angels because they know Africans. We just—I don't know—we're special. I heard a white preacher talk about the faith of black people and why they hone in on African Americans on purpose and want them to be a part of their congregation. This is like fifty stuff. 50 stuff, tent revivals, like why he wanted to integrate his tent revivals because the faith of African-Americans was so pure. And you can almost start to feel the hints of simple mindedness. Like I like the ignorant version of faith and, and totally discounting the great intelligence, intellect and fortitude of the ethnic experience and expression of Christianity. But now you have a person and here's where the joke becomes. Someone has literally aborted their commitment to Christ because of their loyalty to a man. And they are now manipulating the very act of prayer. They have literally made a joke and an exhibition of intercession, praying in a way for a man who has lost an election in a way that you don't pray for orphans, in the way that you don't pray for babies and, and, and hospitals being bombed in the Middle East. You know, uh, let them African angels stay in Africa because I think Africa needs its own angels. We need them, yes. yes. Africa needs their own angels. They need their angels. Wakanda need to stay where it's at. You know, but I, I just feel like there's this, it's not meant to be a joke. She is absolutely not joking. Yes. And the follow-up video where she's challenging preachers to come meet her at the altar, that's yeah. even worse. You ain't bad. You're not who are you? Who are you? What you you we uh, all know uh, you can't we all know you can't fight. And you know what? This ain't even about this because we can have a whole show about this, but and I'm glad a whole lot of black preachers have called her out. Bishop Paul Morton, Jamal Bryant, Roland Martin read her uh, up and down. But it's not a joke 
because there are millions of people who agree with her and yeah. think that that is sound. But it's a joke to the scriptures. It's a joke to practical and real Christianity. Kenneth Copeland laughing maniacally. Yes, yes, yes. Biden's our president. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, absolutely. Not funny. And right. then he did an apology. I don't know if you saw this, but it was an apology that wasn't an apology. I didn't, you see know, it. and yeah, it wasn't even an apology. You know, I just, it, it just, I, and people, you're the greatest ever. That's the joke. The popular Walmart version of Christianity that millions of people who don't know the Lord see, that don't really know God, that is a joke. And it's the sickest type of joke because it deters people from the true and living God and the authentic expressions of faith that don't have HD cameras, that don't uh, get to get on the word network and on TBN, that don't have millions of followers on Twitter. Uh, and unfortunately, it makes the church a joke. Even a non-believer knows that the prayers of a Christian should not be centered around whether or not you ought to protect some guy you voted in office from losing an election he rightfully lost. Right, right. You know, and, and, and so that category is, you're just off. And I think more pastors, and I'm glad they did that with her, but let's be honest, Jeff, let's be real honest. She's already on the fringe. People already didn't like her because she supports Trump, but we got plenty within our own camp, in the black church, among us, who are saying some real off stuff, doing some real off stuff, and they're making a mockery of the, of the church. Uh, they're making a mockery of the faith. Uh, they are doing things and saying things, and we have to call them out just like we're calling her out. Most people are calling her out because she's a Trump supporter, Absolutely. not because she's theologically incorrect. Now, that's the sad part. Most people are calling her out because she's a Trump supporter. We 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 haven't, and we have we have not called a lot of these people out. A lot of we 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 just we let it slide. We're so engulfed in grace uh, because we've made some mistakes in our lives that a lot of things we let slide. Right, uh, and and we we just shouldn't because there's right. so much there's so much inaccuracy. You know, and, and we see it all, we see it now more than ever because everybody's on Facebook. You know, most of these sermons have to be done on Facebook. Um, you know, whether whether you know people are saying things that are incorrect, people are doing things that are incorrect. It, and I mean, I don't, I don't think it's our job to you know be the video police. No, you know, it, it's our it's not our job to. And I don't even think oftentimes it you know uh, making comments on their post you know, trying to correct them. Oh, but, you know, to some of these people that we have relationship with, you know, yeah, we, absolutely. Can we can make a phone call. Make a phone call and say something. But, but you can't ignore the fact that platform matters and some people have a greater platform. And that guy that 300 people saw their sermon and they were off in their theology uh, and perhaps just a sincere misunderstanding of the word or a lack of study time, I think is a far cry from a well-known celebrity who knows how far their words reach Absolutely. and is intentionally manipulating the ministry moment to pursue an agenda that is not a portion of God's heart, but just their own, you know, desires. And this brings me to Pastor Tatum. We wouldn't even know who Paula White was if black preachers hadn't put her on. Absolutely not. And she's in a stolen church from a black man's widow 
uh, pastor's widow right now, just to be honest, since, since we just want to say it like that. This is religiously incorrect. Hey, you know where I'm at. You know my number, Paula. If you want to step to me, <laughs> come on, religiously incorrect. We can work this out right now. You got my number. You got them digits. That's funny. Okay, here's the last category, Pastor Jeff. We're going to call this category the churches be like category. Oh. The church churches be like. Okay. Churches be like category. Here's the first one. This is called guest preacher. That's pretty much all of us. How you doing, Doc? Good to see you. Good to see you, brother. Bishop. Praise the Lord. Praise. You know what? It's accurate. The churches, the churches be like videos are accurate. And most of the time, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. Most of the time, it's because they come from church people or kids or people who grew up in church. And we have mannerisms. And I was going to do one of Mark because I took a picture of Mark when he preached for us, Pastor Mark Jackson from the Light Church. And we're reading his bio and I'm watching him like look out, you know, and you're trying not to act like you didn't write it yourself. Right. <laughs> you're trying to act like you didn't write your own bio. And, 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 it's simply, and you 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 gotta write it in third person. Yeah. <laughs> Reverend Johnson matriculated through. Youngstown State University, he has a heart of compassion for the children and a commitment he's a, to the He's community. a worldwide evangelist. Yeah, <laughs> listen. You ain't been out of war. He's a prolific preacher, a prognosticator of the gospel. I'm like, you're using the thesaurus to write your bio. But honestly, he's accurate. That is that is one of them things we see. I was going to put the picture up like, this is how preachers be like when they with bios are being read. It, it's accurate. Now, here's a new age one. <laughs> yeah, trying to look humble. Uh -huh. Like, I don't know what this says. <laughs> Doing a little, put my head down, put my head down. Here's a new one that's much funnier. The guy's already laughing in the background. The man is just doing this skit. It's a skit, obviously. These are obviously all skits. But uh, here's one for the new age church. This is, this is the COVID version. Uh, we call this Zoom Pastor. This is the Zoom pastor. Oh, no, no, no. He tried it. <laughs> No, because I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't do some Bible study with some shorts on. <laughs> some joggers on the bottom, dress shirt on the top. 
but that that's a funny one. So here's the here's the churches be like category, Jeff. These are usually skits, or you know, we took a second to turn your phone on and you know mock or preach, talk like Bishop Jake, talk like Bishop Blake, talk like Jamal Harrison Bryant, and you have to know church to get the joke. Right, right, right. So this is the one that's usually foreign to most folk who don't go to church. Mm-hmm. You got to go to church to get some of these. They don't know what guest preachers are like. Right. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 you know, they don't know what church mothers be like. So so I, I, I do have a question for you because I have a pet peeve and I didn't use any of their clips. Pastor Jeff Stanford, how do you feel about male comedians, internet celebrities, who always dress up like females when they're doing their church skits. Always. I'm over it. I'm I'm literally over it. You know, I'm over it in the movies. I'm over it in the, in the clips. I I, I just, I think it's too much going on now. It's not even funny anymore to me. I think I'm, I'm done with it. I think there's enough jokes about men, not being men in the church without making any aspersions upon anyone's sexuality that they feel like the only way to be funny. And I'm talking specifically church videos. There's a couple I won't call no names to say nothing. Like if I'm not wearing a wig and putting on a dress and pretending to be church mother or choir member or first lady or first lady be like, I'm like, dude, you can't never do a preacher be like, you can't never do a musician be like, you can't do a deacon. If you're going to do the video, that's fine. That's fine. Don't why can't you get your girlfriend or your, your wife or your sister? To, you just record the joke. Get a real woman to do it. Why you got a? I mean, you got on pantyhose and high heel. How are you even wearing high heels in the first place? If you're just trying to work out what you want to be, just say so. And I think some of us should stop applauding. And y'all can unfriend us if you want to. You know, I, I'll spare a few viewers over this. I feel like it's little. Then let's get to the next step. Some of them are just getting old and t- they were funny the first time. They were funny the first time. The first time I saw Playmakers, which by the way, that whole crew really did blow up in their own way and a lot of them started doing some great things. The first time Playmakers made those different shouts in church, we hadn't seen it really before. Like a real video, the run around, the hook a buck, the, the shimmy, the shake. The, the, literally, we were like, 10 years later and people are still doing the same how to get happy in church joke and jeff you know me i'm a comedian's connoisseur nothing is worse to me than warmed over jokes that have been done over and over and over again and there's so much funny stuff in the church just everyday things that can happen i i I feel like it's funny it's supposed and it's at, at this point it's only funny to people who don't really even love church or care about religion but honestly, what I'm what I'm seeing and what I'm learning, Pastor Todd, is that, you know, with every social media uprising, there comes another group. Uh, right, right. Right. Right now you have the whole TikTok crew. You have a whole They're doing another one. people doing different ones, which are which are the same thing. They're just on a different platform. Right. So, I mean, but it's still warmed over. It's still not new, fresh, nor exciting, nor funny, might I add. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the that's the danger of church at its at its purest is an organic, familial experience. And just like every subgroup, 
our little group of male friends, we got jokes between us. Right. We get it. All I got to do is send a picture, you know, and we, it's a, honestly, if we just spend all our time talking about what we joke about together with the rest of the world, and that's not inappropriate. It's not like it's things that ministers or pastors shouldn't talk about or whatever. We're human beings, but it's not that we're afraid of what, it's just that there is just a certain, and the family of God, and I know this sounds all deep and serious, but the family of God gets lost performing for the world feeling like we have to perform and display. Most of these videos, including by the way, and I didn't put any on here today, these church scenes and shows and movies, mm -hmm. they're obviously written and displayed by people who don't even really go to church. Absolutely, absolutely. You don't even look authentic in any way, shape or form. I mean, you know, At all. I think Greenleaf is probably one of the biggest shows right now. And you know, the preachers literally, and I understand it's a show, but you got them preaching for literally like two and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you start off with a shout. I mean, and let's just, and I'm just going to say this one more thing about the, the dressing up. I don't, I don't think the whole, and I don't even know if they're trying to do it. I don't even know if that's their motive or their mind, what they're trying to do, but I don't think the whole homosexuality thing is funny. Um, you know, and I, I, I agree. I think I that, agree. I think and even when you're not being judgmental, it's not right. right. The that's point not is not I mean, to be judgmental. Not, this isn't judgmental at all. I think the 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 issue in and of itself is very serious in the church today, and I think it needs to be looked at and talked about seriously. And a part of us accepting people genuinely and wrestling with our preconceived notions and traditions and opinions against the purity of scripture is not making a joke and fodder exactly. out of people. To me, uh, let me go this far. To me, at this point, uh, men constantly doing the cross-dressing and purposely, even if they're not that way, constantly acting feminine and always doing feminine. To me, it's like blackface for people who are in that right. you know, struggle. Right. Yes, it, yes. It's like somebody really is working out issues and all of your jokes like you said sometimes it's just better to make things clear so that when we do need to have a clear conversation we can have that clear conversation right. about you know right. issues sin you know acceptance all of these different things and, and I, I do i think and, and thank you tatum pastor tatum said it's lazy yeah it, it's lazy it, it, it's not even if you wanted to shine a light on church and show the human side how many times do you have to show the same side the same way right. uh if I want to see good shouting or if I want to see what shouting be like, I'll watch a real church where they're shouting for real. Right. Right. Exactly. I'll go to church and watch. That. And I enjoyed it. And by the way, let's just throw this in here, which we could do a whole nother show about videotaping people while they're shouting or videotaping intimate moments of worship. I'll say that's that was that. I want to hit that before the end of the service, because there are a lot of people who are you said the service into the service. You're yeah. still in preacher mode. <laughs> But uh, there, there are a lot of people who are doing genuine things that we're making a mockery of, you know, somebody who, you know, may be off key or out of tune or, you know, some piano player who may not be able to play as well as everybody, you know, these grand, you know, maestros that we have. But, you know, they're what the church can afford. You know what I mean? And and so we're, we're putting them in, in and we're laughing at it like, oh, you know. You know, whatever they're saying, you know, it's just not some yeah. of it funny. 
Yeah, and it's, it's the best that they have. And again, nobody would know. And their crew is happy with what they got, why they got what they got. Lord knows if you brought out some old agape tapes from the 90s. When I was just learning how to play. And some of our singers weren't the greatest talented Mariah Carey's in the world. I'm hiding them joints from YouTube forever. We ain't converting none of that stuff to digital. None of that. I think, uh, one, time, I think one time we had. Or Mike, Mike had asked us at the end of on, on a rapid fire question when we're coming up to about our first sermons. You know, I go back, you know, and you know, I may I still got a lot of them on paper. And I'm like, what in the world? Were this you was like? yeah, this was this was terrible. Shamika yeah. said it best. A lot of these videos are not for church people. They're more for the naysayers. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because the funny thing is, if something crazy or funny happens in church, me and you are going to talk about it. Me and my wife are going to joke about it. We might laugh. about it. It's not leaving it and going anywhere else. Right. It's not going anywhere else. Right. I wouldn't want to embarrass my sisters or brothers with something that happened in a church. Man, we was way off that Sunday. We we right. have we wanted to delete the clip and not show it. So life is about laughter and you know, we it's a healthy part of our lives. I just think we need to be somewhat uh somewhat balanced about it. So before we go to rapid fire, we want people to uh if you have any rapid fire questions, and Marlon asked a question about politics and faith, and I think we should touch on that. We might not get to everything if you ask a question. I do have one more. This is called the filter prayer. Somebody did not turn their filters off when they were recording in church. And this was a result. So who's 12 year old, who's 12 year old was holding the camera and had the Snapchat Ray Charles filter on the Blues Brothers filter. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, I don't know if Mike is there. Is Mike back? Mike's not back. I got one more. This one is called <laughs> Blow Your Horn. I want to hear that sound, that sound that is coming, the sound that God has told us to blow the trumpet inside and to make a sound. Hear the sound right now. She's like, is that enough? Is that it? Uh, he had Corona, man. He, yeah, he had, his lungs was gone. He, he had COVID, Doc. He, right. Hey, those shofars ain't for everybody. You got to have some lungs for those things. You got to have some real lungs for those things. This is it, It's not for everybody to try. And poor, poor, poor lady was just, she had really built that moment up. She had really built that blast was going to bring deliverance to somebody. Mm -hmm. and somebody didn't get their healing. He's, he's gonna he's gonna answer for that. You 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 missed heaven that day, Doc. I asked the before we bring Mike in. I asked my uh, guide in Jerusalem when I went to the Holy Land. 
what he feels about American preachers just throwing shawls on and acting like they're Hebrew. He just shook his head and he says, selling those prayer cloths are a big business around here. So, so if y'all want to buy them and pretend like you us, knock yourself out. Hey. That's literally what he said. He said, y'all can blow them horns. We got them over in the gift shop right over there. <laughs> it is just funny because it's again, it almost it goes back to the blackface comment. You know, I don't think we think about we're appropriating other people's. We really think we're them. But Big Mike, come on in. Jesus got jokes and Mike has some too. What's happening, Big Mike? What up, what up, fellas? How y'all doing? Or that. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, so what do you think, Mike? What do you think about Jesus and jokes? Jesus and jokes? I mean, it's going to happen, man. Luke, dude, the internet is undefeated. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> the internet is undefeated. Absolutely. The internet is undefeated. They always go, somebody's going to find something and spin it creatively just to make us laugh, man. If they're being creative, though. Right. If, if they're being creative. You know what I mean? If they're being uh, creative. Yeah. So, you know, I agree. Sometimes they do go too far. But, I mean, you have that. Again, the Internet's undefeated, man. They got us. They what got about us. the people that have to live with their face being out there in front of millions of people? Oh, and wow. What about that kid that was like, I'm tired of this church? Right. Right. <laughs> that was a funny one, though. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Now, that was hilarious. <laughs> we made whole sermons off of it. Like, I'm tired of this church, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right, um, Big Mike. It's rapid fire time. We don't want to go. We're already over our time. It's rapid fire time. What, what you got for us? I know you got something heavy for us. I just feel like in my spirit, deep down, <laughs> in my Paula White spirit, in my African <laughs> angel spirit, I feel like you got something. Right. Okay. Before we get to that. I got to shout out my boy, Tori Hawkins again. Tori, if you're watching, uh, comment your name and your Facebook page. Man, just bring this cat on the show, man. You keep Her, shouting this cat out. <laughs> he hooked me up with some more gear, man. Young, gifted, and blessed. The uh, signature series. He doing his thing. He doing his thing. Y'all support Smart, him. he giving you all the gear, and you he getting free uh, publicity for hey, it. Right. Hey, I ain't even got a hoodie yet. He shouted us out on his page. He did. All right. Please, yeah. please. I still want a hoodie though. I, Tiffany, this is Jeff's wife talking. What'd you say? <laughs> never give you. <laughs> we don't know how to act. That is not my wife. <laughs> you don't know who that lady is. I don't know who she is. <laughs> that answers last week's question. We ain't giving that word up. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. What we got, Mike? Rapid fire question. What are your thoughts on medical marijuana? If it's medical, it's medical. My thought is this. I have wrestled with the idea of marijuana being used medically. But the only real reason, if I'm honest with myself, that I even wrestle with it is because all I know is marijuana not being used medically. The culture, the criminal side of it. Obviously being warned by my parents, you know, and drug free, don't do drugs and all that stuff. I mean, that is hard to look at something that's been in the popular culture for so long under a recreational or illicit label. And I'm like, where's this medical marijuana been at all these years, to be honest? Like, where's where's this argument from? Did they just figure out the benefits of it? I don't know because I'm not in that world. But I will say this. Just like there's medical marijuana, which we often associate with illicit, illegal, 
weed, whatever, reefer, as Matty Moss Park would say, reefer, probably smoking reefer, wearing pants to church. Uh, reefer. <laughs> reefer. That's how, the, that's how the old preachers used to call it. Y'all there smoking reefer. <laughs> what I'll say is medical marijuana was always an illegitimate drug that now people are making into a medically legitimate drug. And we all know for years that there are medically legitimate drugs that are used as illegitimate drugs. Mm -hmm. So it's just in the eye of the perceiver. We have been brainwashed at this point into believing that medical, that marijuana is nothing but an illegal, illicit substance, period. It's the culture. We've been brainwashed, you know, and especially people like me who were raised in this very conservative culture, church, culture. I didn't even have Jeff's experiences. I didn't have run the world, you know, kind of kick it for a portion of my life. That's not me at all. It just wasn't. So those of us in this bubble, we can't wrap our minds around it. But honestly, now that we know what we know as adults, you know, we think differently about it. For me, I'm a, you know, I, I've smoked of the forbidden tree. The <laughs> the devil's twigs. I took of Lucifer's leaves. I took of the forbidden vine before um, Satan seeds. But but here's Bells the, above's buds. <laughs> here's the thing, um, you know, like 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 Pastor Todd said, you know, you 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 never think of it. Um, the other day I was riding my motorcycle and I, I got behind the car and I'm like, you know, dude, you, you got some of that. Ooh, we up in there. Ooh, we, I, mean, yeah. I, I only followed the car for like 20 more minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pulled up next to it. Asked for directions. You were right. I went right. <laughs> turned your intake on, turned your air. <laughs> But no, I mean, but you know, I think now. <laughs> yeah, is that that day you called me talking about the Care Bears or something? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and so you know, before it was like <clears throat> I can't believe they're doing this out in public. But now it's like these people may literally have a what we call legitimate, which probably most of it is. I mean, because you can, as as I know. Because I work at a steel mill, you can get the right doctor to get you the right prescription for anything. For anything. I mean, anything. you know, you can get off work for as long as you. Some some of the doctors gonna ask you, "Do you want to go back to work?" You, yeah. Then nope. All yeah. right. Well, you you got two more weeks off. You know what I mean? So you can get the right prescription for anything. Is it? Is it? And and most of it is. Most of these people, I mean, I've rolled past that place and it's literally lines. Man, it's like a double line, man. It's like Chick-fil-A. It's Chick-fil-A. I'm like, <laughs> they outside take orders. <laughs> they take order. They got cones. They should have put the voting center over there. Right. right. People would have voted a long time ago. But it's 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 obviously has legitimate medical benefits. There's no doubt about it. Will it get abused by people? Of course it will. Do, do all other medicines get abused in your cabinet? Of course they do. People take NyQuil and abuse that. People take, you know, and, and so, you know, yeah, I see what Pastor Harrison said. There's a, there's obviously supposed to be a certain process. We'll take the THC. There are all these benefits to the chemical. There's no doubt about it. Again, whether you have been on the illicit side 
or whether you've been on the super conservative anti-drug side, whatever it is, or you're the free thinker, you've always felt like drugs shouldn't be criminalized or, or you should be free to take whatever frees your mind or calms your nerves or whatever, whatever, whatever. The fact of the matter is the popular culture has dominated our view of it, unlike any other medication, because it's been out there. Every other medication that comes out is something that at least to 99% of people, nobody heard of or knew about until they release some new drug that's supposed to do something. You know, yes, we have hookah shops in Ohio, by the way. Uh, now, yeah. but, but see, you, you have to understand like now it's, they have it down to a science. You know what I mean? Who is they? Who is they? Um, the, the people who grow it. And oh, yeah. People, you know, so like back in the day, you know, when you went to buy some, you just got what you got. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now they have the different strands. They have something to take oh, yeah. you high. They have something to take you low. They have something to make you focus. You know, they they, they treat people with um, depression, painkiller, pain, chronic pain. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seizures. All of yeah, that. Yeah. Seizures. Absolutely. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's it, it's it's come a long way. So eyesight. It's it, it's more than just you know. Well, I know that. That's what I'm saying. The medical side is valuable. What is it, Mike? I mean, do you go up there? I mean, do you ask for a dime back? I mean, do you get a nick? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm because I don't know. I mean, how do right, you buy right. what's the cost? It's it's, 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 it's it's actually a legit business now. They have oh, it a is. I mean, there's no doubt they, about it's legit. Right. They, they they have a website. You go on, you pick out what you want, and then you go pick it up. Um, and then like when you go to the doctor, there's you know, they they ask you. What kind of problems you're having? So, so you 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 have to be diagnosed with something to to, to get the medical card anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, in a in in my feeling about medical marijuana is the same feeling about any medical medically necessary prescription or substance. As if it will help people with their health, it's none of my business. As Sister Sonia said, Sonia says, none of, it's none of my business what someone takes for their health. I think we'll become more normalized to it. And there will be people who will always be drug heads. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. There are people who will recreationally, who will uh, take drugs for, you know, they, they use drugs for whatever reason. Some are addicted. They claim not to be addicted, whatever. And those, those people can be popping pills and there's nothing to smell, nothing to see, nothing to do. And those you know. are worse. Huh? Those drugs are worse. Oh, yeah, they're worse. They're absolutely worse. And so I got a prescription for my back of Oxycontin. I mean, I might have took about three of them. But then I heard, no, I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I'm three? I mean, I'm how talking, are you allowed to? I'm talking about over the time. Oh, that I thought you took three at a time. I'm like, how did you? Over the time. I'm like, how are you alive? They were sitting in my in my bathroom, you know. You know, just you know, shit been up in the medical cabinet, but they were. But I saw one of my one of my family members. So I was like, you know, you can get such and such amount of money. No, oh, yeah, yeah. I threw them all away. You know, because my struggle is with recreational. Number one, it should be decriminalized, but I still worry about the effects of people like any other substance, alcohol. Uh, <laughs> he said, African angels. <laughs> The African angels kept uh, Jeff alive when he took three Oxycontins. Uh, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm glad Paula White prayed for them African angels because they saved your life, Jeff. Uh, 
what I'm saying, the recreational side is it doesn't matter what the drug is. A drug is a drug and used incorrectly or even correctly, it will have effects that you may not desire. You may not even discover. 30 years from now, we might discover side effects through study because some of these studies don't really give you what you need to know for 10, 20, 30 years after people have lived and died and gotten old. You don't know. There are plenty of drugs on the market that people have been taking like, this helped me with this, this helped me with this. Then they found out, oh, but it also kills my liver or whatever it might be. But just to me, I'm just like, recreational marijuana and medical marijuana are kind of in two different things for me. I think alcohol, nicotine, all that stuff is out there. They have detrimental effects. They have certain other effects. I worry about anybody who would be abusing them, young people who don't know how to measure their balance, their lives. But medical marijuana is no different than any other extract or substance that we have derived or synthesized to help people deal with some condition. And if there are risks, if there are side effects, we live with them like we would anything else. We do it all the time. And yes, Janet, uh, Jeanette, doctors are the, they've always been the pushers. They've always been the pushers. They've always been billions of more dollars made in the pharmaceutical industry than these brothers will ever make in the street, ever, ever. And the fines they pay when they finally do catch them 20 years later are a joke. They're a joke. So I guess my thing is medical marijuana, in my view, it's a moot point for me. The medical word, as long as it's used correctly, like any other medication, you know, if you're using it for prescribed use, it's a moot point. Now, if you get into the deeper issues of uh, should some of those profits come back into the black community? You know, should we de- uh, destigmatize the use of medical marijuana so that the smell doesn't always uh, elicit this negative reaction? Because, you know, up until now, like Jeff said, you somebody smell like weed, you know, ah, uh, you know, that's but ghetto, that's, that's ratchet, that's, whatever. That's Perfectly, what I, that's what I'm scared of is, is I mean, seriously. People will judge you. That's the only thing, people will judge you. Well, not even judge. I'm, I'm, most of us, who were out there in the streets and we smell it, we go back. And so what if it's somebody who's, you know, trying to get away from it or trying to not be, you know, not use it anymore. And now that, that smell can cause. Flashbacks. Yeah. Flashback can cause you to go want to go get your own, go get a hit of your own. Smoking alcohol. I mean, anything yeah, can. Not, I mean, yeah, it's, it, I don't know. I mean, I didn't want to go. I, I, I just wanted to stay behind the car. So. <laughs> now I, I went to art school for okay. years, and so you did a lot of you did a lot of weed. <laughs> art school, art school did it for me. I experimented. I, I, I honestly, and and I'm telling on myself, but not just weed. I, 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 I experimented with with a few different things, but I tell you this: I'd rather be a I'd rather be around a bunch of high people than drunk people. I can agree with that. You know what I mean? And I don't spend much time around either, but I could agree with that. Yeah. I, I, I'd rather be around high people than drunk people. Drunk people, you got to look over your shoulder. You know, you know, you're drunk, you get loud, your inhibitions get, you know, you yeah. yeah, and all of that. You know, you smoke weed, all you want to do is hug everybody and eat. <laughs> get them Doritos and you're cool. You're good. You're good. Mike, is that why you spend so much time outside? <laughs> hey. <laughs> we already settled that. I got too much to lose, man. I can't right, do it right. Right. No, I mean that's my verdict. My verdict is, yeah, the word medical settles it for me. Right. Now, we might 
we might evolve further and the world standards are changing. Our standards, our children won't think the same way we would. I mean, come on, I was raised on like the just say no to drugs. You know, my children are being raised with a medical marijuana shop down the street. It, right. it, it, it's just different, you know? And again, we have new discoveries, new technologies and right. the, the use of it. I'm sure I have family members, people in my life who I love, church members who benefit, need to take it. And, and you can't help for people like joking about it because of the way it's been portrayed in pop culture all their life. You can't help. That doesn't change the fact that it does good for them. It does right. not change the fact that it does something helpful. Now, also, they're also using DMT, which is a form of L a lighter form of LSD to treat people with post-traumatic stress disorder, schizophrenia, okay. um, you know, all kinds of mental diseases. And it's, it's, it, they're actually having really, really good results with that. Well, if you know anything about what the medical industry has been in years past when they didn't have all this knowledge, or maybe they did and just ignored it for the money, at this point, whatever they come up with is going to be, for the most part, fairly safe than whatever they was doing in the 40s. I mean, they was giving cats like cocaine and, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. snort this. Yeah. You know, so I'm serious. I mean, they, they treated cocaine like a regular drug for a long time. Like, just take this, you know, you want to stay right. awake and shoot that movie? <laughs> you know, here you go. And uh, so I don't trust the industry any more than I trust the dude on the street. You know, just like they say that people putting stuff in your weed and putting stuff, you know, lacing the hair. Let's just be honest. These pharmaceutical companies uh, are probably releasing dangerous drugs and are adding up how many lives can be lost, you know, cost benefit cost ratio whatever you want to call it we just got to take these elves yeah I, I know we're almost out of time but can i ask this question i mean real yeah. seriously mike if 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 the marijuana is medical and you do have a card does that stop you from getting jobs does that stop you from getting hired does that if if you're at work and you run your yes. toe order into something and they test you are you now well they just test you without that i mean when they do monthly tests do you have a card to explain it it I depends, don't know. It, it, it depends on the company and, and the state. Um, I know my uh, Zeckelman Industries, for example, they go by the federal law. They, they don't care about the state law or what's going on. They go, they're going by the federal law. So right now, federally, it's still illegal. So they're going by that. Okay. You know, and, you know, like Colorado, you know, the places that made it legal, I'm that's going to become discrimination pretty soon. I'm, I'm not sure, sure it's going to work. And actually, with what they're working on now, what the problem they're having is, like, you know, if you get pulled over and, you, and you've been drinking, you know, you blow into the to the little hole and it lets you know how much alcohol you've had. And they go by your body weight and all of that. The problem they're having now is determining if you're too high to drive or too high to operate equipment. So they're working that out right now, I guess. Right. So but that's that was my concern, Jeff, for recreational. Recreational is just because it's recreational doesn't mean the jobs will accept it, the college will accept it for the students that attend, you know, and then it could just allow more than it is. And maybe I'm just naive. I think I am. I don't think I'm as naive as I am as I was before about how many of our young people smoke weed like People used to smoke cigarettes, basically. Oh, we, 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 I mean, it's, it's, it's very high. I mean, I think at one point they said they had hired like what 30 people, Mike, and like one of them, you know, like 20 of them had passed, failed their drug test. Yeah. I yeah. mean, 
you know, I mean, but, but but they do hair tests at our job now. So, and, and, and if you take a hair test, it lasts in your hair follicles for like a year. So you could have quit six months ago, said, all right, I'm done. But because they take the hair test. Can you just tell them I, I used to use and I, I quit and I'm, I've been six months clean? You might be able to. I doubt if it worked, though. I, I'm, I'm just saying, just tell them in advance. Like, if you find it, I've been six months clean. I, I mean, it's just it's, it's really sad because, you know, especially us, you're, you're losing out on a job making. I mean, literally starting at seventeen ninety an hour because you smoked a smoked a, a blunt, whatever it is. Well, I think regardless of the, how long it takes, I have said to people because I worked in job services like y'all know for years, you know, don't tell me you're not addicted if you can't quit long enough to take care of your family. Right. Absolutely. Because right. addiction is more than chemical. It's more than the mental, emotional, chemical imbalance. It's also the social side. And some people can't imagine themselves not doing that. They can't imagine their life, uh, social pressures, everything that goes along with that. That actually plays a part in our decision making and what you value. Um, real quick before we go, I don't know if you guys knew or not, but Oregon decriminalized everything. I heard. I heard. What's yeah, that? You can, they decriminalized everything. We, yeah, they call it cracker. It's called crackagon now. They call it crackagon. Yeah. <laughs> they decriminalized everything. Now, you know, if you get busted, you get a citation. You know, I mean, yeah, you, you you'll go to jail if you got a couple pounds or you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if yeah. you just have your own personal on you and you get caught, all you get is a fine. They decriminalized pretty so it's much, like not prison. Pretty much everything, man. Mushrooms, weed, cocaine, all of that. So hey, Jeff just applied for a church in Oregon just now. Oregon <laughs> Baptist Church. And that is Sodom and Gomorrah. Oregon Missionary Baptist Church. You know what though? I, I think somebody needed to experiment to see what the effects might be. I mean, we don't know. Well, I'm glad they're across the country because I don't want you that don't experimentation know. here right now. I don't want to it's, see. It's bad enough with it being criminal. I mean, yeah. and, and, but I think the point is criminalizing it has not necessarily helped anybody who struggles with it, nor right. has it really deterred the people who are profiting off of it. Well, we were real bad here in Warren a couple years ago, and I'm thanking God. It seemed like it's it's at least calmed down for maybe it's because of COVID, but it's really not. It's actually ticking back up. Nobody's just talking about it. Wow. Because of COVID. Nobody's talking about it. Yeah. It's actually just as bad as it was in like 2017 again. Wow. Nobody's talking about it. So that was a great rapid fire, you know, the slowest rapid fire ever, but that was a great rapid fire. We have to call this something else. We call it like hot topics or something because these ain't rapid. <laughs> Nobody else was asking questions, so we just we just kind of rolled. Well, I was going to ask. I'll save it for next time. Can I can I just say it now? Say it. Is sex work real work? Oh, what? Is sex work real work? Should sex work be legalized? All right, next week. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here another hour. Right. Hey, let's let's just let's just do a whole show on sanctified sexuality. Yeah, we know you've been waiting on it. Yes. yes. <laughs> Listen, y'all, it's been a pleasure. Uh, uh, this has been a great one talking about uh, Jesus got jokes. You know, we have a special selection to take us out.
I'm glad. I'm glad I already booked Diedrich at our church years ago because he wouldn't come back. He wouldn't come back. He'll see this episode and tell me no. <laughs> Thank y'all for joining us for Religiously Incorrect. Mike, thanks for making us talk seriously about weed tonight. We appreciate it. <laughs> I just want to draw opinion on it, man. I just want to draw. Nah, that's what it's all about. We're going to come back to it. We missed Marlon's question. We'll come back to it later once we uh, finally uh, get Trump to admit that uh, Biden's number is bigger than his number after we watch some uh, Sesame Street episodes. Maybe we'll send <laughs> a count to the White House to describe to him how, how numbers work. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. He has to describe how numbers work and then maybe he'll get it. But hey, thanks everybody for joining us. Like, share, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Look out for our exclusive YouTube content coming in the new year. We're going to be having some special stuff coming out. But hey, keep doing it. Go to religiouslyincorrectpodcast.com. Get some gear, get a hoodie, get a hat, you know, buy some socks for your loved ones for Christmas. Just make it a religiously incorrect Christmas since you can't have no family anyway. Right. So that's it, Mike. Peace out. Peace out. Peace. Peace.